Hello, everyone. Welcome to She Podcast. This is episode 412, 412, which seems like a lucky number. I'm your co-host, Jessica Kupferman. With me, as always, the extremely warm and cozy today, Elsie Escobar, wearing a sweater, which is very rare for her. How are you? No, I'm doing well. Thank you. This, yeah, I think I got this sweater last at the end of winter, last winter, and I really love the color and I really love the sleeves. I do not love the, what do you call this part? The bodice? The bodice, I guess. Yeah, because it's like short. Oh, you know, it's a crop sweater. It's a crop sweater. And I didn't realize, like, I just, it was on the sale rack and I just grabbed it. I didn't put it on when I was there. And mm-hmm. when I put it on when I got home, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's then your so tummy short. gets cold. Yeah, it doesn't cover all the way. And then you have to wear like, anyway, but whatever. I love the color though. A so unitard from, underneath. From here and up, I'm good. But it's pretty and I love the color. And again, the sleeves are great. They're so fun. And they're like, they have a little floof. They're a little floof. Yeah, they're soft. Uh-huh. I'm wearing a floof as well. This is the Yiddy onesie. It's pretty floofy. Oh, yeah. Ooh, floofy. And comfortable as well. We love that. We love that. I got it last year. And, you know, because I'm on the porch... It's cold as a mother out here, and I do have a heater, but right now it says it's only at 66, although when I turned it on, it was like 52. Oh, my. But if I wear the onesie, then I'm like wearing an enormous blanket. So that's And great. I don't have, this is too much information, but I don't have any underwear on or bra or anything. It's just me and this onesie because I just I just didn't give a shit this morning. You, you can be, be bothered. Nobody else has to see it. Yeah. The fact that I'm even wearing pants, you should be grateful. So whatever. All right. If this is Yiddy, by the way, which is Lizzo, a Lizzo brand Yiddy, and they're called Pet Me. The, okay. Uh, All right. But you're fuzzy and pet, petable. I'm petable. Where's your sweater from? Just so that we can be you know, uh, influencers here while we're at Urban Outfitters. Ooh. I have very rarely bought clothes there, but I do buy a lot of fun shit from there. I love Urban Outfitters. I've loved them since the beginning, since I was in college high school. yeah for me it was high school and i mean just going in there and laughing at everything they own has been so fun i love i love 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 anyway okay so wait let us can i share something really quick to take us off our our yeah off topic it's your I, show too, I have been binging paris in love on peacock paris, paris hilton in love. paris hilton another reality show yeah Paris Hilton's my by the way I know exactly what you're about to say then because I just no 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 listen I only put it on because I needed something that would be in the background of my brain that wasn't too like stressful and it was kind of mindless and while I was working and moving around that's kind of where I put it on like I didn't want to invest any of my self in it I just needed it in the background and I saw like even when I I looked at the trailer I was like oh this is pretty to look at it's pretty it's well done and she's got cool outfits so I'm like okay I'll put it on it looks pretty and I mean how deep can it be (laughs) how deep is your love well it turns out that it is very good and it is complex I am now a Paris Hilton fan. Like I've always I did, been. I never have been. Oh, and I, yeah. because I, you know, I was in L.A. during Paris Hilton's heyday. I was there when all of this stuff was going down. I was there 
when during that all the girlies like the Britney era, the Lindsay Lohan era, I was in L.A. when they came in. I served Lindsay Lohan. Right. I, I knew it was going on at that time. I was absolutely judgmental. I wanted nothing to do with that. I was not a fan of the simple life. I didn't want anything to do with those. I totally was just like, whatever, wash my hands. Out with of the those, thing. finish it. Whore bags. Right. Well, they were just, I had nothing in common. What to say? I had nothing in common with them, you know, and they were, and I was slightly older than them, I think. And so I, I was just like, I was so above, right? Well, that's what happens when you have morals and standards, I guess. But now when I'm in watching her tell her story and seeing her interact with her mom and all that shit that she went through. I know. I'm I just I like, that then. whoa. Yeah. And exactly. And she, yeah. and then, so here's the thing. She does have ADHD. Yeah. And she does. when there are some challenging situations where she is having a conversation with her mom or her, at this time, her future husband, now husband, her little face, like, you could tell, like, she doesn't let any, like, she's just blank. I mean, she doesn't, but she's on blank on purpose, right? She's, it's her coping mechanism. So she's just blank. She's just like, leaves her body for a sec. But it, the, like the sadness and pain that you can see out within, I just want to be like, oh, it's honey. okay. It's okay. Like, I totally get you. Like, I totally I'm going to be like, you're good. Like, you're yeah. fine. Like, it's all right for you to stand up for yourself. Like, you have to, like, sh- you know, so what? I'm so invested in this whole thing. And then I see her and her mom talking and I'm just like, I don't know if I could handle having that much control over me. No wonder she disappears and doesn't want to deal with shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because the mom's controlling. <sighs> I, I would mean, be. Kathy Hilton. You would be just like that. Trust me. You, oh, you mean like I would be just like Paris because of. Oh, no, you would be just like Kathy if you were Kathy. Kathy is Kathy because her her, her mom whole brand that because but also her, her mom. She's the originator of a Hilton. You know, she married fuckface Hilton. Yeah. And but what I'm saying Hilton is like daughters and she has to like keep them up when you see the generational trauma, though, because it is because of. Kathy's mom. Oh, I wish you hadn't told me that. All of this is because of the mom, like because the mom, Kyle's mom and Kim's mom and all the crap that they had to put up with from the controlling mother. Mm -hmm. And that's what's traumatized their entire family. And so it's so multi-layered and complex that I'm... Whoa. I, I don't want to watch no any reality TV. You are selling me on this and I do not appreciate it. That's all I'm saying. Also, I'm- okay. But even if you watch it just for the outfits, I'm all in because <laughs> Paris is like, all I of know. a sudden I'm like, you look so good. And Paris and Nikki look spotless. And this is why I'm like, oh, here, inspiration for set design. The way that they do their one-on-one thingies with the camera is astoundingly beautiful. They are framed perfectly. They look so much better than any royal family 
in the UK does. And the, just the way that they have cultivated the colors, the fonts, the transitions, the music, like as a whole, it's a phenomenal brand. Phenomenally produced yeah. reality TV Probably show. Like it's, brand too. it's really beautiful. Anyway, I might just, but you have to get through, I would say the first couple of episodes because the first couple of episodes were very much like I said before it was a little bit on the vapid side it was a little bit like exactly what I thought I was gonna get but then it started to get very like oh that's sad well I mean when they were younger I did watch The Simple Life I thought Paris was I could tell Paris was doing a bit because yeah once in a while she would slip and make sense and mm. then I would be like, oh, so this is just a thing. Nicole, on the other hand, I'm not sure was acting. I really felt like she was a little unhinged at the time. And I don't, I mean, obviously that resolved itself because she's married to one of the brothers, the other brother that Candace is married to, Billy and jo- Joel. Yo? Oh, Joel. You know, the, their last yeah, name yeah. is something. Anyway, so yeah, so she's married. She's a kid. She's been normal for a while. I, I mean, no one would ever have known that Paris was kidnapped from her own house and taken to a mental ward. But, you know, I saw her on She Drew. wasn't taken a met- to a mental She was taken to a boarding school. That was horrible. So that's where they took her. It wasn't okay. to a mental. She facility. was on Drew and Drew was taken to a mental hospital. Okay. But still, both things were against their will, and they were bonding yes. about that. I may have confused where they went. But yeah, yes. they were both bonding. That's when I first learned that Paris had been t- terribly traumatized back then, and I feel awful about it. But how are we supposed to know? We couldn't free her like we did Brittany because nobody knew. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, for sure. And I think that all of that stuff right now, but they're starting to face it. And this is the, ch- like in the last, one of the last episodes, Kathy, you know, Paris put out uh, docu- her documentary. I haven't watched that yet, but that's where she discloses everything about what happened, right? She like lays it all out. Mm-hmm. And then Kathy has not watched it. And Paris is like, this her documentary, no, show? her documentary. Oh, Paris did you? Documentary. No, did you I just, watching it? Okay. I, I just, just told you, I did oh, not sorry, watch sorry. it. Sorry. Well, but, I was right here and somehow I yeah. missed it. Sorry. Imagine this your child creates a tell-all essentially of her experience in this place that completely traumatized and abused her. And it has affected her life in horrible, I mean, in ongoing ways. Mm -hmm. And you as a mom have not wanted to see it nor hear about it almost 30 years later. Do you remember who my daughter is? 30 years later. Yes, I do. I have this exact situation. If she were alive, I would have to hear and see all the things. I mean, certainly not on national television. Right. But there was a lot of shit that she tried to talk to me about that I couldn't hear. Mm. And part of me, and maybe this is Kathy's thing too, part of it was because I wasn't sure if she was ever telling me the truth. Kathy taking her to a boarding school like, I don't know. If Emily had borched about it that much, I probably would have yanked her out. But like, there's a lot of stuff that Emily has gone through that I don't even know is real. Mm. So that, yeah, I did the same. If she, if there was a documentary about Emily Schaefer, I don't know that I could watch it. I really don't. I think it would in- hurt me enormously. Mm. But for me, it would be because she chose to put herself in those situations. 
and I couldn't stop her. Yeah. And I don't know if Kathy feels that way or not, but like maybe Kathy can't watch because she put Paris in those yeah. situations. I think that that's, she can't watch that. that's a really hard because it's there's a moment in there where like you could see the trauma response. Like you literally see the trauma response happening. Like you mm-hmm. it is not like no glossed over. And so Paris, just the re- what it marked her when she was 16 and two masked men came in and took her from her bedroom and. Her mom and dad were standing right there and let these two masked men take her. Has marked her. Take her where? Take her to the boarding school. That's not a boarding school. They don't take you like that to a boarding school. It was a boarding school. And so they took her. Impossible. And then they put her into this boarding school. And then they took away everything for her to be able to communicate with the outside world. So she couldn't even reach out to her parents. Right. That's also not a boarding school. And all of this is rehab slash mental health. No, no matter what. You call and I it. guess what they but but it seemed like that was actually what it was and how they sold it. So this is not an unusual. It's not like Paris made it up. It's that it is true. And this is what mm-hmm. these schools were doing without telling the parents cloaking and lying to the parents. That's gross. So that's what, what they did anyway. But all of that happened. And so obviously, Kathy is going at it from a different perspective where she was fearing for Paris's life because Paris was sneaking out and doing all kinds of crazy things when she was 16 and they could not stop her. And so they thought, we're going to do this intervention so that we can keep her safe and have her switch her trajectory. So they thought they were doing a good thing. And Mm -hmm. they watched her being taken away by two masked men. And they just were there. So that imprinted on Kathy, the trauma. So they're both, it's so like, this is what I'm saying. It is so layered that I'm just like, wow, I had no idea I was going to get this deep. And it's pretty amazing. I've cried at least three times already watching Oh, honey. Because I do empathize with her and I actually feel we have a lot of things in common, which is the weirdest thing I've, I, I never would have I thought. For you, that's insane. It's great. Yes. And so I'm looking at her going, I get you. Like, I totally get you, Paris Hilton. Like, I would have never thought that ever in my life. I know now I why she- I feel bad for Kathy. I don't, actually. I don't know. I'm not sure I feel bad for Kathy. I have to say- but you do remember I had to kidnap my own daughter. Yes, I do know. And I think that you're seeing it from a different, obviously, sure. your point of view is like, I'm sure that traumatized. I know that traumatized her because when we finally brought her back here, she was furious that she couldn't trust me. She was furious that I lied to her about being sick, that she was worried about me, that her mm. she and her friends were praying for me. I was like, yeah, between hits, yeah. you were praying for me. Like, I don't want to. Yeah. Like, do you not hear yourself? Yeah. <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're supposed to be in Florida because of rehab. I shouldn't have to come kidnap you and lie to you to get you to come home. My God. And I think that, you know, the other end of things with Paris is that she, the reason that I empathize with her so much is not because, like, Emily was very sick. I know she was sick, but she's also very powerful. And she also, oh, yeah. She spoke her mind and she, took up space and she had opinions and she spoke out like, you know what I mean? She was never not doing quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Paris, when she got out of the whole thing, she essentially was conditioned to not speak up 
to not share her feelings, to mask everything, to like stick everything down, to not say anything because she didn't want to rock the boat and she didn't want to get herself in trouble. And so she doesn't like confrontation. She doesn't like to talk about hard things. And she is very anxious. And she always says yes instead of no, because she doesn't want to make anybody feel bad. So she's the opposite. And so you can see that she wants to and she's overwhelmed, but she just continually goes, okay, okay. And you're like, oh, no, don't do that again. So I have a close family member um, that's rather wealthy that anytime I speak out about something that he finds embarrassing or distracting for the family, like we're mafia, mm-hmm. he gets all upset and makes and makes my father like scold me about it. And um, because I'm the one that's, you know, loud and I'm not, you know, and also I'm very public. Mm-hmm. So, so like, he's like, he's like, um, you know, like, remember when I was digging through my family history and I found out that my great grandfather went to Sing Sing with Max Rubin, who was like a Jewish mafioso. No, but that's okay. He was I- part of like the, he was part of like the Bugsy Siegel mafia. Anyway, so my my great grandfather had been working for him, and I found this article and I sent it to my dad, and my dad shared it with the family, and and this one family member was like, "She may never talk about this publicly," and I was like, "This is your grandfather. You're seventy. Like, who gives a shit? Nobody cares about that. It was the 1930. Are you joking?" It's a hundred years ago, like just stuff like that. But it's just like, they, they want to silence you. This is the same person who like, when my dad was in the hospital was like, don't ask questions of the doctor. He's enough Jewish women around him. He doesn't need more. Don't ask questions of the doctor. How dare you, sir? I'll just say it now. So I'm just saying like, they're conditioned, like for some, whatever reason, rich people, like you can't reveal weakness of any kind or it's like an op they feel like it's an opportunity for someone to take everything they've worked for yeah it's poison it clearly poisoned paris's family yeah. right like she's like like i have it on the like most minimal level like her she and nikki are poisoned now now to get off the subject a tiny bit yes yes no no we need to do our our things that we want favorite things 22 minutes in and we haven't touched any podcasting anything again i know okay but but let me just say this though i read an article this morning about paris that like on the most recent episode i think she she said i'm gonna go change his diaper she's very nervous about changing his diaper she's like never done it before this is the only one a month in yeah she had not changed i know a diaper and her nanny showed her how yeah and then people online were like, well, clearly it's because she's rich. She's like, she's not. not no, because Nikki, her own sister, was horrified. <laughs> Nikki's a mom, too. And she's like, what do you mean? What do you mean you never changed a diaper in a month? What's the matter with you? And she was like, I just have never done it. I think that when you see, not in a bad way, but there's the commentary, the pop culture podcasters and content creators, right? But somebody had a really clear take where you can see that she has arrested development where at that point, when she was 16, that whole thing, it's to the nth degree, right? Meaning she doesn't really do anything that is out of the scope of her comfort zone. And she does have ADHD. So she'll go to all the fun things and makes her feel. And so her whole self is very young. It's like she's she stayed very much like between 12 and 16 years old. And she's only thinking about those things. And those are the things that make her feel good. And she is very talented and she's very smart. But when it comes to 
the basic everyday things that keep you alive. She doesn't know anything about that. And I'm not I'm not like judging her. It's no, stuff that no. that Ran has told me. <laughs> because it's because it that's when I'm telling you that I see myself in her. Obviously not to that degree, but to the point where it's like I'm going to turn myself into a pretzel to get something done but not really actually learn how to do that skill that you really need to do when you're a grown ass woman to take care of the basics. Do you think right? some of that is marijuana use? Like doesn't marijuana no, because you're I'm a not, regular user? No, I'm wait. Not, but, but but like I don't get shit done. I don't done. know why your development's arrested. Well, because everybody think. does things for that's what I'm saying. It's like people come up and they'll do it for me. Here, I'll take care of it for you. Here, I will give you because a ride. You, Here, I will because, do this. I will that's it. I get help. Because similar to Paris, you have this like lost bunny look. And it works. <laughs> Look, your eyes just went up right when I said it because you're a mimic. Yes, I am. I don't know how to change a diaper. Right. Ooh. And somebody will come in and do it for me. And the anxiety that it brings up, people tend to give me an out. And because of the privilege of the lost bunny look, which you're saying, because that is a privilege and that is sort of like a ticket to have somebody help you. Because if you didn't look a certain way, no, seriously, if you weren't a fluffy little bunny or a little kitty, that's why the cuteness factor gives you, it's like ta it's like the cuteness tax or whatever. You let, you know, yeah, the bunny or the, the kitty cat has destroyed Wah. something and you're going to go, oh, what a cute little kitty. I still love whatever. I'm even kitty. guilty of it. I can even think of ways I've done it for you myself. Well, that's uh, all I'm saying is that. And so it's not like I go, oh, poor Paris. I go, oh, been there, done that. I, I don't want to make that. I don't want to repeat that. I don't I can see it's a mirror, right? Okay, so let's do this. Let's go ahead into our favorite things. Go ahead and you do yours, Jess, because I talked so long already in the last one. Okay, I'm going to start with tech. I think what I said last time is I had a lot of sh little sites that I wanted you to just take a look at because I thought they were neat. And those links are going to be in the show notes again. But I want to go through the tech stuff specifically okay. one. There's one specific one I desperately need to show everyone and I'm going to present even though our listeners aren't going to be able to see it. Maybe they can watch the video. So the first one I need to talk to you about is Cast Magic. And if you want to check it out, please go to ShePodcast.com forward slash Cast Magic to check this out. Cast Magic is one word, people. Cast Magic. C-A-S-T-M-A-G-I-C dot I-O. But no, I want you to go to ShePodcast.com slash Cast Magic. Okay. So what happens is you upload a file, which I'm clicking on. It transcribes it for you. If you, you can even like name the speaker so you know who's speaking when. It's a pretty damn good transcription. I'm not going to lie. But in addition, they make AI content. Now watch this. This is going to blow your pants off. Ready? First, it will give you titles, then keywords, then an introduction you can use either for your blog or for the episode description, whatever you want. Then it will give you time-stamped overview, then discussion questions. I'm not done. See how it's only on the half side of the page? Off we go. Key topics and bullet points. Then a script for an Instagram reel to discuss, to promote the show, then a LinkedIn post. 
email newsletter, tweet thread, threads by, you know, and a thread by Instagram, everything you could want. There's nothing you can't want from this. It will also, you can jump to the things, business lessons, which I think is, that's new actually, and pretty cool. How's this, what does that mean, manage the prompts? Oh, in other words, you can move them up if you want certain ones or you don't want certain ones, you can take them out, which I think is really cool. Oh, you can also do now custom prompt. Please make Facebook whatever the hell. And not only that, but like it doesn't even take five minutes. Now, how long has it spent, have you spent doing your show notes, not to mention social media content. This is all, it is all done for you in five minutes. All you have to do is edit it. Cheryl says, once you update the speakers, it will correct their names. Yes, it does correct their names in the transcription. Doesn't always get it right because if you sound similar to the other person, if there's not a lot of pausing, it could, it could get some things wrong. Also, it kind of gets things wrong when it's just you. Like it's been just me and it will still think I'm a different speaker, I guess, because I've paused. But with all AI, you have to really closely, you know, make sure that it's correct. Yeah. All of that. Speaking, Cheryl, when you said that, um, yes, they will correct a lot of the stuff like that. But when it comes to a lot of the AI things, you cannot let it do its thing and then just copy paste. Post it everywhere. And put yeah, it out. Like you, that's right. not that's AI right. is not at that place. So it will no. give you, I would say, 90 percent of a finished product. Yeah. Maybe even 95, but you do have to finish it. Yeah, you have to finish up. You have to correct some things. You do. I do believe that now they have find and replace. So yeah. you can actually do that. It will update the speakers. And then, yes, you can create custom prompts. But the thing that I really like is the magic chat is where I really that, love that's it. So, what I just pulled up. That's yeah. weird. I read your mind. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I do love the the transcript and the AI generated content already. All that stuff is great. But my favorite is the magic chat because the magic chat, you can ask it questions about the stuff because I'm not using cast magic for podcast show notes. I'm using it to glean information from existing things that I am not going to post. I just want to sometimes get into my own head. I want to know what I said <laughs> in a yeah, cohesive yeah, yeah. way. So, yeah. So as you can see, I pulled it up and I started doing a chat. Like clearly this was about failure in some way. So I said, what are some inspirational quotes from this? You know, oh, I did this. How can we avoid failure? What's the main point of this lesson? You yeah. know, speaking of this, I made something. Oh. And if you guys want access to it, I want you to tell me. But I made something for you guys. I don't know about you, Elsie. So you probably don't need it. But I made it for everybody else. Watch this. Ask She Podcasts. It's oh, you a made chat. A G- I made, you made a, a GPT. All about podcasting. Yep. So ask me a podcasting question. Okay. How do you, how fast can you get sponsors for a podcast? Did you create the chat for all podcasting or She Podcasts? I said not to use gender specific pronouns and to avoid sexism and racism. And no, but what I'm saying is like, is it just the content that was created in she podcast? No, no, you or no overall, whatever. This is only meant to share information about podcasting, not necessarily what we've said. Okay. But you can do that as well. I if know. You want to create? I mean, I know you know. 
But like, yeah, I, I, I don't haven't figured out how to necessarily share it yet because I just made it over the weekend. I was just playing with it, but I thought it was cool and I might share it in the group later. Feeling cute, might delete later. Anyway, um, okay, so so cast magic. So shepodcast.com slash cast magic. That's the one thing I wanted to show you. I'm gonna did I stop sharing? Okay, good. The second thing that I want to show you is oh <laughs> okay, ready? This one is glasses okay but if you go it's shepodcast.com slash wear light w-h-e-r-e light where do you see these bad boys are you ready i don't even know mm-hmm. if you're ready elsie oh no not, i'm telling you okay okay obviously they're having a big sale but but they have glitter and rhinestones look at these look at those yellow ones those are amazing these are amazing they have the you coolest guys. shapes, the ones that look like cartoon, a cat sitting on one of them. They are just the coolest goddamn glasses I've ever seen. And I mean, I've been buying my glasses on. Look at these. They yeah, these are funky. Doodle. So for everybody who is not watching, these glasses are astoundingly colorful, feminine, quirky, interesting. Like you don't want to come in here and just find a a basic pair of like, you know, Ray-Bans and or (laughs) like like the stuff that's at Lens Crafters. It's probably not going to be here. This is for you if you want to stand out and be told, oh, my God, I love your glasses. It's kind of like Betsy Johnson it's a yes. Betsy Johnston vibe. It's sort of like a Paris Hilton vibe. Like this is yes. the kind of stuff she wears. Like it's I really very... want these. I it is true. I, you know, I have to be very careful because these are like okay. So these are like pink covered in rhinestones, and like I yeah. can either look very cool and interesting, or like a crazy bubby, like a crazy Jewish grandmother. Yeah. You know, like I ride that wave of cool and trendy and over the top Jew, and I have to be careful. Yeah the wrong ones will definitely make me look like I belong in Boca Raton. Yeah. Yeah. But like these, I think I could put off anyway, take a look. There's all kinds of, like I said, there's rhinestones. They have flowers and butterflies attached to them. They have tortoise shell. They have animal print. They have cat eye. They have colors. They have everything. It's wear light. She slash W H E R E L I G H T. Please check it out. Buying a pair of glasses. It will help support she podcast too. Plus, I I just love it. I adore it, and I love it. And let's see. I do get a lot of my glasses from Zelul, Z-E-E-L-O-O-L. So if you go to ShePodcast.com, Zelul, the ones I'm wearing are from those. They're, they're, I think I love these because they're tortoiseshell, but they have like a gold side to them that kind of gl- like class them up a little. I don't know. You know, I'm so blind that even with glasses on, I can't see in the dark. Like I I... I have no vision Whoa. in the dark whatsoever. So yeah, we were at a play Friday night and the, all the lights went down. I couldn't see the program. I couldn't, I mean, not because it was dark, but because like even with a flashlight, if it's dark, I can't, I can't see that well. It was terrible. So yeah, I need glasses on all the time and God forbid they're nerdy and not fashionable. Then I would just, you know, have no reason to live. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those things that if you wear it all the time, you want it to be the thing that you Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. you have to have stuff like that. Like that's yeah. I I think that I I'm probably gonna need another pair of glasses, but they're not part of my everydayness, if you will. Which is mm-hmm. why I would want something that isn't quite as doesn't call readers, right. 
I actually need both. I need for far away and close. Like it's both. Yeah, it's interesting. So I have to manage what a pair of glasses will do for your vision. I mean, like the struggle is so annoying, more annoying than you realize. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, Um, I do. I do. I need another pair. Did you do any makeup last time? Because I only have two things I, I really want to show. Okay, so let me just... I did all the nude sticks, all the nude sticks and all of the um, Give stuff is what I did in terms okay. of did my makeup. Did you show makeup. the Give eyeshadows, like the cream eyeshadows? Because like, I, I did those recently. I didn't do those. When I was no. emceeing, when I was visiting you, I had this blue eyeshadow from Give that was like... I mean, if you layer it, it gets more teal. But if you just put on one layer with your ring finger, it's like a nice frosty blue. It's really pretty. I really liked I saw that color. And that's the one that I I was thinking like, oh, my God, everything was on sale. And I was like, I was going to go get it. It was sold out. It was the only one color that it was sold out. Yeah. They first launched. I was like, I need that blue. I must have that blue. And I'm so glad I got it because it's really cool. The other thing I wanted to share is. The Rare Beauty Soft Something Pinch. Wait, let me see. What it, what the fuck is it called? Hold on. The Rare... It's, there's one by Selena Gomez, and it is Rare Beauty Soft Pinch Liquid Blush. And it is like... It has... First of all, it has like an angled tip. Uh-huh. But like with most liquid blushes, what I find is that you need almost none it will last you for the rest of your life like remember when we got those from glossier those little cloud paint yeah 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 similar to that but a little lighter so there's not so much when you put on and you just do like one dab one dab and then it will cover your entire cheekbone and it does dry kind of matte and powdery and pretty it's really nice that's my favorite new product this year i mean i know we were talking about moisturizing tints last time so i named a few but i'll name those again like i like fenty i like clinique and i like there's one more. Oh, Jones Road, which is Bobby Brown's new brand. Yeah. I've been holding off you on You should the- try the mirror because yeah, you like yeah. being shiny here, here, here. Yeah. And they have like, it's like a, almost like a lip balm for your face, like, but in different yeah. colors and you just kind of, it's really nice. I've been wanting to buy, I haven't decided yet what I want with that, but I think, you know, one of the reasons that I've stopped, oh, you know what I want is the, what the foundation product um, which is like, that's what the, that's what it's called. But the thing is that I'm really now focused on making sure that I'm wearing SPF at all times. So Jones Road currently does not have, I, they do have an SPF, but it's different. And I'm trying to figure out like, what is the SPF that I want to wear on the daily that is inexpensive because the amount that you're supposed to wear on your face as it becomes as for SPF, it's crazy. I didn't realize it was so much. I think the Clinique moisturizing tint has an SPF of like 25. Yeah. So, I mean, I have others too, but what I'm saying is like this, hold on. This is how much you're supposed to put on your face every What the actual hell? That's how much you have to put on your face for the SPF to work. So you have to put in two long finger, two long fingers worth of product. Yeah, I have short fingers. So that's a lot. It's not like, it you know what lot. I mean? Look at this. Look at how, look at, look at my hands right now. So because if you don't put that, it's not like you're not actually doing the thing. So I want to layer it. And I also, and it also needs to be, again, 
cost effective because I'm not going to be buying $50 worth of or $30 worth of SPF every six weeks or every five weeks. That's like, what? That's a lot of money. What about the super goop? The super goop is great. I have super goop, but again, it's expensive. It is not have inexpensive. Shiny one? The super goop shiny one is way too shiny from what I've seen. Like people do, um, how do you call it? Um, reviews on it. When you put that much, what I just put on, it like creates this, like it's all shine. The the shiny oh. one for super goop is great for, for tap, tap, tapping and making the extra layer versus the actual thing. So I think that there's a product that I just saw. Elf makes a, a sort oh of God. dupe on the super goop. Googled glow screen alternative and it came up with elf a sun yeah. it's called yeah and it's very inexpensive and i believe it's like super yeah for the super group so yeah that's the kind that i'm gonna try get at target to start testing it out and because of this so this is the thing in terms of the uh sunscreen of it all I've never really been a sunscreen wearer and I always was like, well, I'm not going to be in the sun or I want to get, you know, color on my face or I'm going to, you know, whatever. All the excuses. I really didn't care about it. I whatever. But I think that after I've been obsessing over just plain old skincare and just making sure that my face is the best that it can look for my age, Mm -hmm. what everybody says is like, listen, it doesn't matter how many products you buy and put it on your face. If you're not wearing sunscreen, you're literally shooting yourself in the foot. It's like because the free radicals of the sun destroying your face mm-hmm. Just stop that. Like if you're going to use one thing, it's sunscreen. Yep. That's it. So it's like if you don't have it on, then it like and especially if you're using things like vitamin C or any of the acids on your face. If you do that and then you go outside, it like is going to end up harming you more because you don't have the sunscreen. So interesting. I'm looking at both of our faces and I know you're Uh only years older than me, but like my dark circles are illegal compared to- those are- Wait, those are- When I go like this, there is not a damn thing you can see. I don't have yeah, any. Yeah, there filter. is none. I have many. I have Look no forehead wrinkles. Yours are kind of prominent. Everywhere. Also, you have you don't have marionette lines. I have these I ones. Do. I have the other I have the other marionette lines, the ones up here by my nose. They aren't that bad, but these, these ones make me look every emoji is frowning at me because of these. That was the other thing I was gonna tell you. Jones Road has a face pencil, like it's it's like um concealer, but it's a pencil like an yeah, eye. Yeah, I saw those pencils are so it's the best. So you should check They're that out. So great. I love their pencil and their brow pencil. Like both of those I think are Ooh. perfect. Yeah. They're so cool. But yeah, you're right. Like I your eyebrows and I was like, gosh, I don't have that, but I might trade that for these bags under my eyes. All this bag. I have so many. It's great. Like, and it's even worse with the wrong lighting, like not the wrong lighting, but like with not I mean, the best lighting. It's like, I think it's so interesting. Like genetics, like I'm aging in a so, face is fucking up at a completely different way than yours. <laughs> Just slowly getting more fucked up. Yeah. But, but you know, like, you know, we each have our thing. Like, it's not totally fucked up. Yours isn't totally fucked up. We just have to battle the things we have. And part of it is that I just want it to be naturally happening. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't want to 
full coverage makeup. I yeah. don't. Wanna, I don't want contoured eyebrows. You know, I went to the, the um, lab court to get my um, blood work done, and there was a girl there with such thick fake lashes that I almost felt like I couldn't trust anything she said. Because I've seen was, those. Yeah, it was like it was really like big hand, yeah. like someone's hand, like that. When yeah. she, and I was just like, I can't respect you. I'm sorry. I mean, she wasn't old or anything, but they just looked so insane. Oh, that and her contour under her eyes was a, like a light cream and she was black. So I also was like, you have contoured yourself into being an actual plan of contour without actually having it just looked insane. It's, and and I, I think it's hard to like, you know, there's like whenever you start to see all the videos with people doing the thing, you start thinking that you have to do that much. And then you no longer see yourself. Yeah, but you're you really see to highlight those parts. You're not supposed to make them a different skin color. At least yeah, that but, I know about. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's we I think we end up looking at ourselves and thinking that everything's OK because we are seeing ourselves in this way versus somebody else seeing you do it. That's what Courtney Cox was talking about this in one of the podcasts that I listened to. A, you don't look right either. She no, no what, to ruin well, that's what I'm, face. Right. But she actually talked about that. She said that right around when they did that friends reunion, she had been doing overdoing it with fillers. And she was think she actually said it. She said, I thought I looked great. All my friends kept coming over going, Courtney, it's Why like something's great. Something's weird. Terrible. Does she not and so her own self? Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you're when she looked at I herself and she how thought look at that and think it was she looked, something. Why? Well, she thought because it's a gradual it's a gradual thing. Like you go in and get a filler, I guess. And then it's like, oh, that's nice. And then they go the next time and go like, can you do just a little bit more? And then and then you get used to it. And then you do it again. You go a little more and then you get used to that. And then by the time somebody sees you, you're like, oh, what happened? So it she just was so beautiful. One of the most beautiful women in the world. And now she just looks like because I, I think, think she's still it removed. This is called buckle fat or something, buccal fat. She had that removed and now her face is so angular. I don't think I don't think she did that. She had she also had another she had a thyroid thing, both sides. The the one that's like a lot and one that's little, I forgot the name of it. Like it's it's hypo and hyper. She had both. Thyroid? So she started, yeah, hyperthyroid and then hypothyroid or hypo yeah, and then hyper. That misses your And eyes. then one of them makes you like, that's what she said. She said she was eating like crazy and losing all kinds of weight because of the thyroid. And so that's ended up happening. And also because of the stuff that I've been seeing too, the, in terms of the face stuff, the first thing that ends up going is your face becomes like super, like the way the way mine is. When I look at pictures of me when I was younger, I was like, wow, I had so much of a squishy face. I was so round and like, <laughs> like full. Now I'm so gaunt-ish baby rat looking. Like, I mean, it's a different shape. It's just a different shape. Smile and go, how come I have these weird cheeks that go past my ear? Like, what is this? Why does this stick out? When I lose weight, I definitely know that the neck will disappear. But what, what? This one especially, like what? I Why think it's so the jaw. Isn't that the jaw? 
I think it's call. like the fat in your cheeks. It's not my jaw. My jaw is here. Yeah, I know you can't see it, but my jaw is here. Oh. Uh, see the it's still there. I don't know. That's it's so very strange. Pulling our faces on a podcast. That's new and good. Yeah, and, that's new and interesting, especially when uh, people are going to be like, what are they? Yeah. What? Anyway, but that's like. I, for me, there's nothing real else I wanted to tell you about. I mean, anthropology has some really cool. Sl- I think I showed you that last time. Cool slippers and stuff. Punk House had has a 50% off. So I bought some of those crazy animals that I showed you guys last week. The Pink Parade. Oh, you did? You bought one? Oh, my God. $15 each. So, yeah, I did. They were only $15. I just bought a few. I don't know where I'm even going to put them. Maybe here. Like, go. I don't even know. But they were just so cute. I wanted to look at them every day. Oh, my God. I had to have that mo- have- mohawk. That was amazing. Oh my god, it's like they're so cute. I really like that. Uh, I think that my favorite was the um, giraffe. Yeah, the giraffe was good. I have to say. The giraffe is just so cute. Um, can I talk about some of yeah, my tools now, really quick? So there are two amazing tools that I, I'm going to share with all of you all, and I wish that I had a affiliate myself and i'm sure i think i i can't remember if i am an affiliate if i am i will share it with y'all here in the show notes and that would be amazing one of them is timebolt.io it's a ai video software and what i do now whenever we record like this is i record my side of the conversation not meaning obviously we're doing the audio, but I'm also recording the video portion on Ecamm, just my side of the conversation. And I usually turn it on anytime that I'm doing a podcast interview, if I'm doing a workshop, if I'm doing a podcast recording like this, and I will just have my side of the combo. At the end, when we're when Jess and I are finished, so this is going to be my workflow, I'm going to grab that piece of video and put it into timebolt.io. And what timebolt does is it cuts out every quiet place, everything that's silent and just gives me an edit. So usually I give it like a 60 minute file and it ends up being either 30 to 20 minutes long of just me talking. And then I upload that to Dropbox because that's the production video, meaning now I only have me. I only have my thoughts. I only have me. And it's like edited everything down to, you know, just the basics. So just the, like things like this. Right now I'm talking about Time Bolt. I'm hoping to create a piece of content out of that. Okay. So that's long form and I just have it up there for the future. So Time Bolt is amazing for editing like things that you're doing. Let's say you create a promo or you want to get something down to 60 seconds or something like that to do a little TikTok video or something like that, you can upload it to Timebolt and it automatically will cut out everything super easy. And if you want it back in and or out, it's easy to edit. It's amazing. And they have a really wonderful community that's on YouTube where they do a lot of trainings on YouTube live for the Timebolt people. So I love this tool. Now, After I upload my videos that I'm going to be putting up there, then this is a new tool that I love. This is Opus Pro. So you go to Opus, O-P-U-S dot Pro. And in this tool, what it does is you grab 
whatever video you just created. So by the way, these are all video tools. You grab whatever video you have and you upload it in there. You either can grab a Zoom link, you can grab a YouTube video, you can grab anything that's local to your computer and upload it. And then it spits out short form content. Shut your face without you telling me. Redone just for you. Shut up. I've been dreaming of this. Listen, it creates titles for you. It transcribes it for you and it gives you a score. So I'm going to show you what I have in here because I've been testing it out. I'm going to show you. I love your section. I want to know how you find out about these. Like, how did you find out about Elgato too? Like, how do you know about a teleprompter and a fucking like, how do you know? You don't just go on Amazon. I know I'm an obsessed person when it comes to tools. So I'm going to share my screen now. Sorry, folks that um, are not watching. So I'm kind of doing a walkthrough of my clips for Opus Pro. Okay. Okay. So let's see. So you basically upload the stuff, right? Whatever you want to put in there. I've been testing it out a lot because I wanted to see how it all worked. So here is a time bolted the feed episode that I just uploaded. I we just did episode 257 of the feed. And I did exactly what I mentioned. I recorded my side of the conversation. I just uploaded my side and it actually created these titles of the things that I, Elsie, talked about. And it also has the titles in there. Look at this. Isn't that nice? It's really Look good. at how pretty you pick the content that you like it. And then you you can actually choose how you want the titles to look like, but it already adds all of those titles for you. It has the description here. And if you want to edit the clips or whatever, it gives you a clip and then you can start here and you can make it do and say whatever you want. It inserts stuff. And Jess, you're gonna, it's gonna blow your mind. I have not added this aspect of it yet, but what you can also do when you do these kinds of things is sorry, let me see if I can I mean just design this part. So here's this. Yeah, you can reframe it and all the stuff. You can have the en- emojis. Oh my god, there's all of these things. Then you can add auto emojis. Yeah, it just creates emojis based on things that you said. God. And it has these B-rolls. So if you turn the B-rolls on, it automatically will add B-roll video into this to make it a lot more interesting. Oops, it didn't. Obviously, it's a beta beta issue. So then it has like little bits of video that it's going to put in between things so that it looks more visually appealing when you're doing this stuff. So it's kind of amazing. So that you could see the layouts, you can do landscape or square, you can have it fill, you can have more than one person. Oh, and if it's you and me, Jess, oh my God, if it's two people, it automatically splits the two people, however you want them to fill. Nice. Like it could do it like this. It could split it like top vertical stuff. It could actually split it into four people. It could do into three people and it does this automatic And it knows if you're like screen sharing, this is also in beta, it'll just do it. So, but here's the thing though. It's not just one video that it does. It actually does up to 20, depending upon how long it is. So you're looking, look at how many it created out of just the feeds, last episode of the feed. I haven't even used any of these because it's so much information. It created 20, 20 reels. And then you can tell it how long you want it to be. Do you want it to be 
30 seconds, 60 seconds, 90, three minutes. It automatically does it. And it gives you a score as to why it gave you that score. So is there a um, time limit? Like, do you have to pay by the space? In other words, yes. can I upload every video from She Podcast Live or is it going to cost me too much money? It is going to cost you too much money. Oh, I see. So you get credits. So yes. if you want that much space, you need to pay 500 a month. But the lowest is a, right now it's $100 a month for 2,400 upload minutes, which is four hours. Yeah. So you have to think okay. about it. That's one of the reasons why I go through Time Bolt. Because in Time Bolt, I strip out all the silences. And so I'm not uploading a 60-minute piece of content. I'm uploading a 30-minute or less piece of content that I'm putting out up there. Because I'm already pre-sort of vetting the stuff that's coming out. And again, right now I'm just testing things in there. I have a process for getting it all in there. I have no process for getting it all out because I don't have time. So I have it now. I know that it's in there. If I need to share it, I will share it. But I really love Opus Clip. I think it's amazing. Oh, and you can also see it on your phone. Like I can see it on the phone. So I can look at the videos on the phone. I don't know. The only thing is that I wish I want to have, I actually want a tool like this, but for iOS. Mm, yeah. I want to be able to quickly do exactly what Opus Clips did on my phone because I do a lot of content on the phone. Sometimes, you know, I'm sure you've, you've recorded must have something it on the phone somehow. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. I haven't know what to look for because you know how we record, like we would record like a video and you think it's going really well. And then you go up over 60 seconds by like 10 seconds. And now you have to spend the time deleting little bits so that it fits. And I that's like time wasted that I just don't want to deal with. I want something to shorten it to 60 seconds, be done with it. So anyway, so those are my we, What if tips. we Google generative AI video tool repurposes long talks into shorts? Okay. If we just do that, maybe we can find alternatives to Opus Clip. Here we go. Picturing ad create. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I mean, yeah, I should put iOS. That would help. But anyway, that is uh, my favorite apps as of now, as they, as they have to do with video, because these are pain points that everybody that's doing video currently has, because you do want to create some video content, but then now these tools are making it a lot more accessible for people to do that at scale, which is how a lot of people are doing all the content that you see out there. You're like, oh my God, how who's doing all this stuff? Because it's a lot. Well, robots are. And now I think that my, oh, and you can connect. Like I, if I wanted to, I could publish directly from Opus Clip to Instagram. Wow. Like straight to the platform and have the reel go out, which is great. I love that. They had a deal and I have 37 hours left. I don't even know when they redo, but whatever i as in you got i mean does that mean you paid for the 2400 paid for something you i have no idea what i yeah. paid for i i, I didn't do 2400 i knew that like i think i paid like a hundred dollars okay so that but i can't remember that might be around thousand minutes a month but it's not month i'm not paying a month you do a year okay yeah yeah i think right i now did their year for the lowest one is 114 and you have 30 minutes left? 37 no, hours. I have 37 oh. hours left. 37 hours left. God, where did you? I got to figure that out. Yeah. There was a, I think that it was 
I can't remember if they had a deal. I'm telling you, there was a deal. There was a deal. I bought maybe the deal. AppSumo? Whatever the deal. Maybe it's still an app. Maybe app, whatever. I used a yeah. deal. But All right. Cool. Anywho. Did you say last week that the Elgato teleprompter, teleprompter wasn't available till March? It's not shipping until I don't know when. I don't know when they're going to ship it now. Now it's March? Ugh. I think so. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Everybody wants that I thing. I know, right? So annoying. It is so um, good. I'm excited. Thank you so much for sharing those. I love it. In fact, I wish you could do this. We should do this once a month with your tech stuff. Maybe we should do our tech stuff once a month because I'm always finding new shit too, especially AI. Yeah. I think that part of it is that finding the tools is one thing, but then using the tools and have making sure that they actually work for you is another thing. So we can just you know, say we haven't played with it. Yeah, but I mean, finding the tools is great. And I love to find the tool that actually fits like what you said, where you're like, I've been wanting to find something that does this. That's why I bought Opus Clip, because I'm like, this is this was my pain point. But if I wouldn't have gotten Time Bolt prior to that, the workflow would have been much harder. So I've been using Timebolt this entire year. I love that tool so much. And it's so helpful for so many different outputs that I've put out. Mm -hmm. And especially because I've been doing so much more video, I always use Timebolt after I'm done with something because it'll just make everything cleaner. There's no pauses. It just like makes it quick and fast and I can get it out. Once but I still need that. How do you edit it for? I mean, I know you don't do TikToks like on purpose, so it's different. But like, you know, when you do a TikTok, it's supposed to after every sentence, you kind of jump cut a little. You can do all those jump cuts inside a time vault. You can. OK, I was just wondering. Oh, yeah. And it, you can do it all via keyboard shortcut. And like I said, Ooh, they I like teach that. you to do that on YouTube. If you go follow them on YouTube, they've got like open office hours. And those guys are super helpful. You literally can go in there and go like, I, this is what I want to do in my workflow. Tell me how to optimize this. And they will tell you. Right. So it's, um, I think that they're very smart and they've really expanded the tool to do some really great things that normalizes the audio too. It can export just the audio. If you only want the audio to come out, you do need an M1 Mac though. And Timebolt works much better with my M Mac Mini, my Mac Mini than my Mac my M1 MacBook Air. It works there, but it works much better here. I have yeah. troubles with Timebolt in in my MacBook. Good to know. Air. That's good to know because my MacBook's getting old. Yeah. So anyway, oh, I'm gonna right. have to go, people. Yeah, love you guys, thank you guys so much for listening. Find us on ShePodcast.com, all the socials at ShePodcasts, and then um all the links today are gonna be on ShePodcast.com. Also, if you're gonna be in Orlando for Podfest, we'd love for you to join us at She Podcast Live Unplugged, which is the day before, plus the Sonic Bloom Awards. You can see all of that in person. Go to ShePodcast.com slash SPL. Sign up now. Don't wait. I think the hotel rooms are already sold out. So, you know, if you haven't done that yet, get on it. Get on it. We want you to come. All right. Thank you guys so much. Love you. Mean it. Bye. 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 Bye.